Portobello has a long and varied history. For example, the name itself dates back to 1742 when a retired seaman built a cottage here. He named it the Portobello Hut in memory of the fact that he'd been at the capture of the Spanish port of Portobello in what is now Panama during the so-called War of Jenkins' Ear. Somehow, the name stuck. There are entries about the area on Wikipedia, but they're hardly comprehensive. Local man Gavin Wilshaw wants to change that. He's a digital curator at Edinburgh University Library and will be leading today's training session. The point of the activity is to improve the pages on Wikipedia about the people and about the places of Portobello. So we want to train local people to edit and to write articles on Wikipedia about the people and about the places of the local area. For those who don't know, what the heck is Wikipedia? It's a website. It's the fifth uh, most visited website in the world, and it's also the most visited information resource. It's where I think most people go for information online. It's where a lot of people start their research on a topic. It's just kind of online en- encyclopedia. It's exactly, yeah. It's, it's probably not always had the best press in the past, but there have been a couple of studies recently that have shown that it's actually on a par with Britannica for accuracy. And also members of the public actually trust Wikipedia more than they trust some of the more established news outlets such as The Guardian, The Times and the BBC. So what has changed? I think now there's been a lot more focus on making sure that the information that appears on Wikipedia comes from trusted and reliable sources. Almost anything that you read on Wikipedia actually comes from a trusted published source. So it's a, it's a tertiary information source. It's not something that's a place where, there, where you put new research. It's somewhere where you bring together research from recognised published sources. So you're gathering together a group of people this weekend. What are you aiming to do? The attendees will be trained in how to edit Wikipedia and there'll also be an overview of what Wikipedia is and how, it's, how it fits in with, with other projects. There'll be a couple of hours in the morning when attendees will be trained how to edit Wikipedia and then they'll be given topics which they can then research and then write articles themselves which are then published on Wikipedia. From my own experience I've found that it's a, an incredibly rewarding experience when you, if you write an article on Wikipedia then you Google that topic a few hours later and you see that the article that you've created is the, the first thing that appears on the Google search ranking. And so we want people to, to develop these skills so that they can, can help to continue to contribute to, to Wikipedia. Now, this is being held in the library. How much help have you had from Portobello Library? Portobello Library have been incredibly helpful, actually. They've done a lot of work bringing together resources. And so there's a, a large selection of books and articles and journals and online resources that people can use to do their research. So we're not expecting people to have to go looking through shelves for information. A lot of the stuff that we'll, we'll be using on the day is actually already there because the library have, have provided it for us. And it has been very helpful in helping work with the venue and it's, yeah, it's been a really positive experience all around. This is a project that has excited the Portobello Heritage Society. Over the years, it has gathered all sorts of information about the area, its people and buildings. Dr Margaret Munro, who currently chairs the society, explained why she thinks it's so important. I think it's an important project because there are many information sources in Portobello available, but hopefully this will help pull it all together so that all these information sources can be on one site and if the information is referenced then it'll give people some confidence that it's actually accurate. Because a lot of the paper resources are maybe quite fragile or they're scattered. We have some in our archive. The library has some. 
you know, newspaper articles, you could get them online. So I think information like that helps provide um, quite a valuable resource for school children or anybody that's interested in Portobello. You know, there'll be a general page, clearly, but, you know, to have pages full of information on, for example, the pool. Everybody thinks they know about the open-air pool, but when you actually get down to the nitty-gritty, they think, well, yeah, it was open in the summer and it was always freezing. But if you pull together all the information you have, then you get quite a nice story about it and how important it was to people of that generation. The important thing, though, is there are big gaps Mm. in the information currently available on Wikipedia. Can you give me an idea of the kind of things that you would like to see which are missing at the moment? Portobello people, there are some, not perhaps in national terms, but to Portobello people and the influence they had in Portobello are quite important. For example, W.M. Ramsey, whose name is still on what everybody knew as the Ramsey Tech, was quite an important person in education in Portobello. And there is actually a memorial to him in what was Belfield Church. And it's got quite a lot of information on it. So even going in there and reading that and transferring it onto an online site, you know, gives you quite a lot of information that people wouldn't normally find. And the likes of Marion Grieve, who was a suffragette who lived in the old Collestein House, where the the new flats are now, is quite interesting because you don't really associate Portobello with suffragettes. You know, various people like that that aren't particularly well known but played their part in national history. That is you know, really important. And in a sense, national history is still coming here to Portobello because of Belfield Church and the fact that that was the first ever community buyer. Absolutely. That in itself is clearly going to be part of the building's ongoing history and how, how it develops. I mean, although though some of these churches did write histories sort of to celebrate their 100th you know, their centenary or whatever... A lot of them are small booklets that nobody's ever seen and they're very difficult to find. So if you've got a copy of that and you can, you know, you're not going to transcribe it word for word, but pull out the salient facts and put them online, then it makes that information more available. And as, for example, the building itself develops and what it's used for, it can be added to. You know, once you start, you don't know where you're going to end up. And I always think that's what's really exciting about doing research is that you don't know what you're going to find, where you're going to find it, and how whatever your research is going to end up looking. Gavin Wilshire, back with you. You'll now have perhaps a dozen people trained. Where does the project go from here? Well, I think this is just the beginning, really, because I think when people see that they've written something on Wikipedia and then when it's published, they can actually view their own work online. I think that's, that has a really inspiring effect on people to get more involved. There is a lot of information that, that exists about Portobello, which, which is not available online. And I can definitely see a community of people developing who can help to migrate some of that information out of these sources onto free and openly accessible online sources such as Wikipedia. There's also a competition which runs every year, which is a photography competition, to add photographs of buildings. While we're going to be writing a lot of these articles, a lot of the buildings and the places probably don't have visual representation on Wikipedia. So I think there'll be a lot of scope for local people to take photographs of buildings and upload those to Wikipedia as well to help populate the articles. Or if their families come from the area, Mm. perhaps the archive, the family archive that they have of the the open-air swimming pool, for example, or the power station, these things might be quite relevant to upload. As long as there are no copyright implications, so as long as the person who took the photographs is willing to allow those those photographs to be put online, and that's definitely something that could be done. It is a repository for material like that, so we'd very much welcome people to contribute things like that. It sounds as though it has a lot of uh, exciting potential to be a fairly long-term project. 
what we're doing on Saturday is a bit of a pilot to kind of test the water and see what interest there is. But I'm, I'm, I'm quite optimistic that we can, we can get a group of people who'll continue to work on projects such as this. Both Gavin Wilshaw and Dr Margaret Munro are confident that today's session will lead to a lot more content about Portobello based on reliable information being published. They also expect this to be a long-term project which will help local people gain a better insight into the area we all live in.